Hey, everybody. Welcome into another edition of the Inside Nebraska podcast. I'm Zach Carpenter. He is Greg Smith. And Greg, what are we talking about today other than what, <laughs> what the only thing that, that we can talk about today, um, really any day in Nebraska football, it's the coaching change. <laughs> um, been, a, been a hectic week, um, day 69 as we sit here today, um, recording prior to the Wisconsin game, recording on Friday afternoon by the time you guys uh, watch this and hear this it'll be Sunday morning so I'm sure a bunch of stuff will change given um, <laughs> the landscape and uh, and how it's going but we wanted to get this recorded before the craziness of a game day have it ready to go Sunday Greg how are we how are we feeling after last week yeah what averaging like three hours of sleep four hours of sleep a night what, what are we talking here <laughs> This was a this week was probably the toughest sleep night um, in a while because uh, I feel like we're starting to ramp up a little bit. I feel like this is starting to get where we're back to kind of the good stuff, which is just like, it, well, depending on your point of view, we got some flight tracker um, popping up and we had kind of the, the Bigfoot sighting of Matt Rule within this last week. Um, there's just been a lot um, happening uh, around this coach work and a lot of different speculation. Like, I feel like the running joke has become like who's the flavor of the day um which I, and I I think that that keeps happening um because we just it's it's hard to nail down what Trev Alberts has is got going in this search it's been pretty buttoned up therefore you end up getting a lot of different names but yeah as far as the sleep we're starting to get lower um and then we'll be at an all-time low uh in the weeks after the coach is actually announced because that's when things will really really ramp up for me yeah, and pretty much the entire month of December will be filled with that. It's going to be <laughs> hectic and wild around here if it isn't already. Um, and speaking of that timeline, um, we're still looking at, like we uh, reported Monday, when some more of this craziness went went down, November 14th. Um, one of two days in this in this coaching <laughs> search, and uh, the two almost two and a half months of it where things got wild with rumors and speculation. Um, about board meetings or potential announcements um, that day uh, reported that the announcement was not going to be coming that day or the rest of this week because still looking at a timeline of um, November 26th the day after the Iowa game is the earliest but more than likely November 27th um, November 27th or a day uh, after um, so November 27th I, I think is the soonest that will be announced um, but the question popped up during all of that throughout the week, and that's the question that we wanted to mainly hit on today for this video. And we're going to be doing these um, throughout over the next week, um, week or two, as uh, leading up to finding out the new coach and when he's announced. Um, main topic we wanted to hit on today was should Nebraska have announced a new coaching hire prior to the end of the season? So whether that's or should they still? Um, and that's either should they have done it before the Wisconsin game, not uh, once they were not bowl eligible, um, should they do it after the Wisconsin game, whether they're four and seven or three and eight uh, going into the Iowa game. Um, Greg, what do you think? I mean, should should that have been a move that that should have been made or should they still make it after the Wisconsin game? Man, it 
Okay, so the the very short answer is that it depends, <laughs> only because it depends on whether or not Trev actually has his guy. And there are a lot of people um, that are convinced out there. I hear from guys on a daily basis that Trev has had his man all along, and that's the reason why things have been so quiet. Um, and it's not even necessarily one of the names that we've talked about quite a bit, right? There are people that are convinced of that. If that portion is true, um, and he, Trev has his guy. I personally struggle to come up with solid reasons as to why you would then wait to make the announcement, especially if it's going to be kind of a splash higher. Like I think the like, and, and maybe this is the wrong way to think about it. Just me personally, I think the splashier the higher, the more you could have just gone ahead and done it. Um, especially like you said, and I think you had a key point of when it's when the team became not bowl eligible, right? I think it was kind of that tipping point um, for that, or like right before the Michigan game, kind of going into that week because the the discourse around that game was so low and just so pessimistic that I think that getting some buzz off of a coaching announcement then if of course the, the trev had his guy i thought would have been appropriate then now on on the flip side the one thing is and and i don't want to minimize this is that you do want to be respectful to the current team and players that are going out there and laying it on the line for you and they still had games left um and so i do understand that and i do think the trev comes more from that kind of old school way of thinking of that especially if him be having been a player here him talking in his um kind of press conference and announcing the firing of scott frost about how it was about the players and giving them a chance to get some juice and some energy back into what was still a lot of season left so i am sensitive to that and i do understand it but at the same same time this season isn't going to be changed for really the better or the worse by announcing a coach in season I don't think but your future can be set up in a little bit different way if you go ahead and do it and for me it comes to two points and the first one is like you said I'm not convinced that Trev does have his guy and he could he very much very may well could have his guy but if uh first off the 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 pool of people that could fit that bill of a person who um could who if they had the contract done would be okay with uh going ahead and announcing it before the season is over is very small and i think the matt rule rumors and um reports that went up this week um that's who that seems to be the main guy that if if he does have his man, that would be Matt Rule, and then maybe you see an announcement. But if it's not him, then I think the the number the number of potential candidates who could uh, fit that criteria of uh, of someone who would be announced is a lot smaller. I'm not sure. I just don't think that um, that the announcement would have happened for that reason. Um, but then you also look at uh, the other point that you hit on. Um, and like you say, you don't want to minimize it necessarily because it could be like, uh, it could be seen as like old school mentality or um, I don't know, not a winner's mentality or something like that. But it is showing that respect for the current team, and the current staff. And Trev has shown that, like you said, um, during the the Scott Frost presser, when he explained why he made that move to to fire Frost, it was out of, um, it was out of a, in part, respect for the players because he said, we're one and two. We need to do something to inject inject something into this this team, the uh, and show that we're we're still behind the players. And I think Trev's gotten pretty close with uh, with this team, probably more so than uh, from what it feels like, more so than many 
athletic directors might. And then Greg, one of the things that I wanted to ask you about um, on this format was whether there's enough time if they do wait until uh, until the after the end of the season to announce a coach, because we're looking at the recruiting calendar and the transfer portal window. The transfer portal opens up December 5th. The recruiting live period is December 2nd through the 17th. And the early signing period starts December 21st. It's the 21st through the 23rd. And Trev Alberts has, has said now twice at his September 11th press conference and Wednesday night on the Husker Radio Network that he's very aware that um, that we're coming down to the sort of the finish line here of when a coach needs to be announced. And he has mentioned the early signing period as one of those one of those dates to have a coach in place and plenty enough time before that period for uh, to keep a recruiting class together. And I'm, I'm curious um, from your, our uh, recruiting guy, is, is that enough time for a head coach to get in if he's announced, let's say, November 27th or November 28th um, to get into the program, do evaluations of the current roster, fill out his staff, and, and then also put together a plan to, um, to hit the recruiting trail and keep a class together? Yeah, that that is the well. It's funny. I, I was I was gonna say that those are the main goals. So that was a lot that you just said, though, right? Because there there's a lot that goes into that. Uh, because it it is true, and I'm I'm so glad that you said evaluate the current roster because of how important that is to then how you're going to set up all of the things that come after that, right? So the, if the coach is named, let's say you know there's a press conference on the 27th or the 28th of November. That would give you basically that full week until Friday, December 2nd to then, <laughs> and it sounds, it sounds, I, I make it sound so much easier than this, to then put a staff together or at least part of the staff. You don't need to have the full staff right, right away. But you have part of your staff, um, some key members that are going to hit the ground running later that week. You need to be able to evaluate the current roster. You also need to be able to evaluate the current staff and who's going to stay on, right? So not just people, you know, are thinking, hey, will Mickey Joseph stay around? Will Bill Bush? Can Brian Applewhite stay? Like all of that stuff. Um, it's also behind the scenes people right like there's a whole army of people behind the scenes that are putting together those recruiting lists and those big boards internally and all of that like how many of those folks are going to stay as well so you've got to figure out a whole lot of moving parts and basically that week so that you can then hit the ground running on the second when the contact period opens up because then like you said you got to keep that class together that's already you know kind of intact um which that 2023 class has stayed very solid throughout this whole period and that is also a testament to mickey joseph and the staff that's here um and keeping those guys kind of locked in but you've got to go out and you've got to meet with them all new coaches i can i can assure you that whoever the new coach is will make mention at his opening press conference about retaining people that are already in the class you've got to recruit the inside the state um all of those certain things the are buzz crazy put up the walls yeah put up the walls like, like those things Every single time that comes up, right? Um, but you do have to go do it, right? So like that, the coach will go see those guys right away. And then we'll kind of see him go see his priority targets um, as well. But the big wrinkle is what happens December 5th um, because this is fairly new with the transfer window opening up and the transfer portal window opening up and seeing who on the current team is going to then go into the portal and then who from other schools is the new coach going to try to bring in. Um, and, and every time I think about this, it's, it gets wilder and wilder. The, the month of December is going to be nuts as far as player movement and just new interest from players to come to the program. 
Yeah. And someone on the board, I can't remember who it was um, earlier this week. Uh, had We uh, had sort of a debate discussion about um, whether or not it made more sense to announce a hire before or after the season's over and um, just thoughts on that. And this person said, we're probably going to be bringing in uh, four, at least 40 new players or potentially 40 new players um, talking recruiting class and transfer portal. And I went from like in my head scoffing at that, that number 40, <laughs> like, yeah, right. To like less than five seconds later being like, actually that, uh, that's not like out of the question um, no. to bring in 40 new players. I mean, you had uh, 33 last year with the recruiting class and a transfer portal combined. Um, you have 15 commits uh, in, in this class right now. Um, is it 15 or 16? I just, oh, well, you're going to put me on the second, spot. I'm second guessing myself. It's like, it's like, I think it's 16. I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure it's 16. <laughs> and then you're going to be bringing in, um, uh, you're going to be sending guys that are going to be leaving uh, from Nebraska to, to the transfer portal, coming in from the transfer portal. Um, so just a bunch of other things to shake out. Um, and it is I, actually 15. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it fluctuates. I mean, when, when they lost Cam Lenhart and then I wound up adding two more, um, shifted the numbers, but uh, I, I don't know. Any last thoughts on, on this topic of, of the timeline um, or anything else that you want to get off your chest before we get out of here? Yeah, I do. I do think that it's, it's while it would be in an ideal, like, you know, idealistic world, I think you maybe would have had someone announced provided it was a big splash to me. Um, and then you could just kind of move forward from there and we wouldn't be talking about these tight timelines, but that does not mean that it can't be done. I don't think that Nebraska is putting itself behind the eight ball necessarily by having it kind of on this standard timeline. I think that the the timeline that I would have preferred personally was early uh, with no matter who it was going to be. And I recognize that doing it this way, the way it feels like it's going to go as of, you know, Friday, November 18th, um, what it feels like right now is that, you know, shortly after the Iowa game is when it'll end up being announced. Um, and that's kind of the latest intel and reporting that we have here at Inside Nebraska as well. So that one I'll say is an official kind of report of ours. Um, but I, I do think that Nebraska could still go ahead and put piece everything together that it needs to. Um, but it's, it's going to be a wild ride around here. A fun one. This, this is now the fun part of this when we get to the home stretch and then the higher here shortly probably within 10 days yeah that's something that we were talking about before we came on is the first week or two of the search was really fun new and exciting like all these names and then we we knew it was going to be a marathon of two to two and a half months and that's like oh my god just because you know it's coming doesn't mean you're right order that or it's fun it's been a it's been a slog um but this last week and heading into the next week or two i think some of the fun and um, excitement, I think, is back, uh, at least from our end. Um, I know plenty of fans ends, it, it is, but I think still... Yeah, the- they went through the same thing, too. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think that that's very fair. The fans went through the same thing as well. Yeah, they, I think we were all all sort of in the same boat, fans, media, whoever, um, of being fun, exciting at first, and then grueling, and now still uh, some fun and excitement, but still, I think uh, most people are just ready to have it be over with like, all right, let's just, let's just name the coach and like get on with it, get on to the next stage of Nebraska football. But like you said, it's going to be a wild time, wild ride over the next week, over the entire month of December, really all the way through the early signing period. And then even after that, uh, over the next week, like I said, we'll be um, tackling some topics on the coaching search, 
uh, throughout the week at Inside Nebraska, um, nebraska.rivals.com, and the Inside Nebraska YouTube channel from other goals that the whoever the new coach is, what he's going to have when he gets here, um, and topics like does Nebraska need to hire a coach that needs to that should unite the fan base? Is that is that a goal that they should have? Uh, so we'll have we'll have more topics on this uh, throughout the coming weeks. So tune it right here to the Inside Nebraska YouTube channel for Greg Smith. I'm Zach Carpenter, and we'll catch you guys again next time.